All right, everybody, trash out straight. I'm Lou. I'm Jeannie Z. And, uh, yeah, what is up? That is a good question. I know, I haven't seen you in a little while. I know, it's been, uh, we sort of saw each other a month ago. A month ago? I don't know, time is all weird for me. I don't remember. It was when you <laughs> saw, we... met, uh, the Kitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it was a couple Sundays ago. Yeah. Well, let's go with you first. So you've been, among other things, you have some news. Yeah, I got a job, so I'm going to be working. Yeah. <laughs> in an alcohol drug detox. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. Um, in uh, the outskirts of Nice Town. But I'm excited. Yeah, that's I start, good. I start next week. Cool. So, yeah. He's going to call anyone who's like, he's detox like pussy. I'm going to be like, you fucking sorry, pussy sorry, quitter. Could, sorry, yeah, sorry you couldn't handle No, it. Okay. I think um, my friend Megan works there. So she kind of got me in, or at least I'm mm-hmm. pulling my uh, application. Uh, so uh, she, I talked to her on the phone a couple weeks ago, and um, she was explaining some stuff to me. And she was like, "She's like, I think you'll fit in." She's uh, like, "It's different. It's she likes it." But. And you went on a little vacation. Yes, uh, me, Mark, and Victor went to New York City last weekend, which was uh, one of the last weekends of March. And we took the train, went to, to Chelsea and saw some art exhibits, went to mm-hmm. Chelsea Market, went to The Edge. You know what The Edge is, other than The Wrestler? He's uh, the guitarist for YouTube. <laughs> yes, YouTube. I thought I said YouTube. I, I, I started to, actually. So I had to, that's what that was. That was a pull out YouTube. right there. YouTube. So it's... Like real, and I forget, whatever Hudson building in New York City, and you, it like juts out and you oh, can pictures. Oh, it's like the plexiglass thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. so part of the floor is plexiglass, yeah. and Victor's just like fucking rolling on it. And he's like, oh. Mommy, put two feet in it. Like, it, oh. uh, I just did not like it. It was like I was risking mm-hmm. fate. And I did that at the CN Tower in, in Toronto. Yeah, they have one of those in, um, like, Columbia. Mm-hmm. And my friend Taylor was rolling around on it. And I was like, you better not do that, dude. He's like, fuck you, pussy. And then... Uh, he fell through. And then, yeah, he fell through. <laughs> and then uh, everyone was sad last Saturday. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, Taylor... Uh, Taylor Hawkins died. Yeah, which was... Bummer. I really like Taylor I mean, that was a shock. I had woken up mm-hmm. uh, and saw Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to open the story. I was like, oh, what's this going to be? Has COVID... Did yeah. something no, bad, died. and he died, and it was sad. Yeah, I want to hear more about it, because um, apparently he had heart. He was having, like, chest pains and stuff. Yeah. And I know, like, the toxicology had, like, a boatload of shit in his uh-huh. um, system, but he was on, like, tricyclic antidepressants and yeah. stuff, which isn't, like, good to mix stuff with. And mm-hmm. I knew he was on, like, op- some type of opioid. Yeah. But you don't know if that's just from playing, and you're on some type of I mean, I'd killer. say, and I don't know, but that's the thing. Like, with drummers, just destroy their bodies. Yeah. And a lot to bring back to the greatest drummer ever, you know, Peart of Rush. But one of the reasons, at least they gave publicly, was that he was getting to a point where he could no longer play because... It just hurts too much. It just hurts too much, of course. It's hard to say whether that was the real reason or yeah, that I don't brain know. tumor that killed him two years later. Yeah. But yeah, Taylor Hawkins, that was a shock. Yeah, and it was also a very bit of a, much the, of a bummer. And the fact that he's... He's only 50. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is he's like 50 like, and... Uh, what's his face... Dave Grohl having, like, another band member, big band member dying. Kind yeah. Of. Oh, it's a kiss of death. Yeah. Same with Pat Schmier. 
I mean, you had Darby Crash, Pat Schmier's oh. kind of in I, I thought you were like, and Pat Schmier died too. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, my friend Pat was rolling around <laughs> on the edge in Columbia. So we did that in New York. Yeah. Uh, we went to the memorial, the 9-11 memorial. Uh-huh. And we couldn't get to the... They had the reflection for reflection ponds yeah. roped off. Oh, because it's fake. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> and they had so. security guards all around. Oh, really? Where before you used to be able to like, look into them, supposed to be, like, look really cool, and you couldn't get mm-hmm. near them. It was like weird. I don't know if something happened. or Sometimes stuff happens, or some heightened security. I don't know. Like I remember... You used to get, be able to get pretty close to like a lot of the monuments yeah. in D.C., and then um, they stopped doing that. Yeah. I mean, it seemed to coincide with a certain president taking yeah. office. Uh, we went to Times Square, went to the Nintendo store slash museum. And that was cool. Mm-hmm. But walking through Times Square, there was like a, a lady that had like a thong on and like pasties. And she just had her like boobs painted and her yeah. like ass painted. Mm-hmm. And Victor was like butthole level with this lady. <laughs> and he had he was so intrigued by the ball, the Times Square ball, he yeah. did not notice. That's funny. That's good. Um, <laughs> like their brown eyes were were gazing into uh, each other yeah what else did we do we went to the nhl shop mm-hmm. so as i said saw a bunch of cool art galleries that's about it i guess yeah and then jessica boyington sat on the train next to me yeah i don't know who that is yeah i don't think you would she's a traffic lady on channel six. Oh. <laughs> she then, did no all right good and she's like, yeah, I heard you have a podcast. <laughs> she Can did. I be on it? She did. And she was at a restaurant. It was that. Oh. And she was like. McDonald's? It was. It was actually McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. I... So speaking of that. So I came to a, a realization in my life. Yeah. So I think a good chunk of time is like I've thought about like avoiding getting diarrhea yeah. and then preparing if I do get diarrhea. Is that uh, Yeah. <laughs> Is that normal? Um, probably not, but I have my own bathroom issues, and yeah, and I had um, to revisit a question earlier that I threw on you, so I could talk about this. So I've been having, well, among other things, no, I wish. So I had, so I, I had a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. I so other things probably going on as well. We could after like a back thing actually, mm. but something that happens to me when I get kidney stones that don't immediately pass is I get constipated for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I was at a point during the week that I was like, I would literally shit myself uh, in my office at work and be happy because I would have moved my balls. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, most people like I have, uh, like I worry a lot about bathrooms and Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes diarrhea. I mean, remember when you ate that diarrhea dog? I didn't get diarrhea though. It was good. I knew that was coming. Um, so I have a concern. I have concerns about having to make a twosie in public. Well, no one like particularly likes is like, oh, yeah, kind of. But I go. try to modify parts of my life to account for that. Like, yeah, I don't like to poop. That's in why, like, I have public. a again. I have a flight ritual where I I eat soup the day before <laughs> and all this shit. No pun intended. And I've to the point so i would run like obviously when i did races uh-huh. i would immediately have to shit when i got to the location yeah. and i got so used to just to shitting yeah once i got there i would just <laughs> yeah. go into a porta potty mm. or if i did the spartan race at the stadium i just shit um, like it was it was like clockwork like i did it once mm-hmm. so it doesn't really bother me yeah i don't know but i'm not like mm, i kind of have to go let me mm-hmm. try to poo <laughs> i had that happen once recently where it was uh, i was in a park 
and uh, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. No pun again. No pun intended. Um, and it was pretty cold out too. This is like in winter. It was like thirty-five degrees out. So having to shit in a fucking. I I remember running. I was doing the river trail. Yeah. And I ran by, like, Bettswood. I, like, would run all the way up mm-hmm. close to the bridge. Sometimes I'd go to, like, 23 and back. Yeah. There's a bathroom right there. Uh-huh. And I was like, Ooh! like, I, like, had a shit uh-huh. so bad that luckily I, I have lucked out. I'm I not know, shitting myself on the trail. Yeah, I know someone who went through something similar. Except he shat himself everywhere. And he, like, he begged me to kill him. And I'm like, Taylor, man, you can't do that. You're about to go on stage. He's like, I don't care. Anyway, shit talk. Shit talk. Something un-shit related. Yeah. Um, Un-feces related. Angel Olsen? Did you order that? I did. So we'll go, but that's not even what I'm going to talk about. Okay. We'll talk about that after. That's like our post-music segment. Okay. Last week, I, being a homeowner, Mm. got in my head and went to buy some plants. I saw a plant while I was walking, and I was like, that's odd. Yeah, not <laughs> that's odd. Cool. Um, well, um, I bought three plants. Mm-hmm. One of them, the cigar plant, is called. Basically, so it desiccated your, and died. No, it's just... Your me. booter hole? But this... <sighs> it would fertilize it, and it would be healthy. <laughs> this plant, it just dried up. Is that the one that's sitting by your... It's the one that's sitting on my kitchen, so you yeah. can look at it after. But it just, I look, I saw it. You're talking literally... I was like, that plant don't look good. It doesn't. <laughs> it's probably... I'm trying my best to save it. I don't think I can save it. Anyway, so I was concerned about getting water, because they said these plants love water. Really? And I mean, more. They said, yeah, electrolytes. <laughs> it's, it's what... Plants crave. Yeah, plants crave. I can't remember. I, I have this plant, and I'm like, maybe it's just too dry in my house. I don't know. Are you the... Never mind. It's, it's, dude, that's it's, it's, <laughs> apropos, Jamie. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. I'm thinking about what to do. It's, it's like Thursday morning. Okay. I think this is going to be I'm about to wash, up. wash my body for the day. Make a long story short, I took the plant into the bathroom with me and showered with it. Oh, okay. For real? <laughs> yeah. Well, not with it, but, you know, it, it's sad on the toilet. And watched me shower, my naked body lathered and <laughs> slickery. And then afterwards, okay. I would shave and I'd just watch it. And then I finally put it in the shower and I'd run the shower to water it. Oh, okay. And I did this Thursday, Friday, and today. And I'll probably do it tomorrow. Okay. And if we don't see any... <laughs> what? It's humid. It's the humid, like, environment of the tropics. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Nothing. That's is, is it weird good. that I left the curtain open so it could see me? Uh, maybe. Is it weird that I played um, some nice soothing erotic, like seductive, like my mixtape, which is Luther Vandross and Lords of Acid? Oh yeah, I think that's. I think plants like music, though. They do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Nothing. Moving on. I don't see why you're so uncomfortable. Pitter patter. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Anyway. Yep. So you look so weird about that. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Jamie has dialed the nine and the one on her phone and has her finger hovering over. Mm-hmm. What's your address again? <laughs> All right. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Oh. All right, so... Most people would not know what that was. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's too... If you're if you're in the cool kids club, you know. If not... I remember I was at the Exxon and there was a new cop. Mm-hmm. And, 
Well, a lady, a woman cop. She was younger. She's like in her probably early 20s. One of the cops I talked to, like, was, you know, with a preceptor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were saying how young she was. And my boss, someone said, like, what's 1313 Mockingbird Lane? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're all like, oh! Like, made it such Mm -hmm. a big deal. And I'm like, what assholes? That's weird. Yeah. So, music, Jamie. Muzak. I got two. You got two. Yep. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. I will go with Soul Glow. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to say that word? Diaspora? Uh, Diaspora. Diaspora problems. I'm not not sure. I know what it means. So Soul Glow has a new album out. Diaspora. Diaspora. Actually, I don't know if that's right. I don't know. So anyway, the last time I reviewed them, they had an EP called Songs to Yeet at the Sun, which was awesome. And that was out November of 2020. Yeah, I say not. Yeah. Wasn't too long ago. And I think they're off of Epitaph now. Like They're Philadelphia's own. They're punk noise rap. And it came out March 25th, 2022. So there's um, a big controversy with them now. Let me go through the album because I really like this album. Mm -hmm. So it starts off with Gold Chain Punk. Great first track. It has like this alt rock feel to it with a bunch of twists and turns. It's really cool because you're like, oh, I Mm -hmm. like this little riff going. And then it just turns into like... Hardcore punk, and then a little bit of like hip hop, and then back yeah. to I like it. It's really yeah, good. I did it's too. It's a good opening track. Coming correct cheaper has a real cool build up to a, a raging hardcore punk song. Mm-hmm. Um, Thumbsucker, really good song. Do I hear some horns? Cool. Hardcore punk sound, aka like a DC hardcore mm-hmm. band. But I would say this borders on more punk rock, I think, than hardcore. A lot I don't of know. times, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. But it has some real honest lyrics about depression, anxiety, and life in general. Um, good song. Mm-hmm. I like the lyrics a lot. Fucked up if true, straight up hardcore punk song. Jump or get jumped, fast as fuck hardcore punk song. There's only so much I can say. Um, Drippanomics, do I hear a bong in the beginning? And is it like a shaven haircut or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It's a cool hip-hop song. Love the chorus. The It's featuring Mother Mary Rose. Has a really sweet, cool part, and that was their first single off this mm-hmm. album. Uh, Five Years My Family, Straight Up Punk, We Want Revenge, really cool. It almost reminds me of an old ceremony song. John John Jay, interesting song. Kind of all over the place, but it works. It's like screamo mixed with indie rock and hip-hop. And my favorite, favorite song off the album is Spiritual Lover of Gang Shit. It's just really cool. It's really chill. Um, straight up, like, fun hip-hop. And I love the whole vibe. And then it switches to some horns and some buzzing guitars, crashing drums. And it's just a really cool ending to the song, to an album. And I really like this. I think it's, yeah. like, a really fun good from start to finish mm-hmm. album i really i really dig it it was one, like one of my favorites of the year so far. i liked it a lot it was very listenable very good like it, it like it just changed everything up enough that was really yeah amazing. yeah so anyway ruben in the band yeah was dating uh i think like a trans girl uh-huh. and he was also in another relationship All so right. he was like banging this other girl so technically it's like rape according to the the girl that came out was mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, I didn't know that he was in a relationship. Like, he was lying to me. It's, like, technically rape. That's what my psychiatrist, like, whoever counselor said. Like, and I, this isn't up for discussion. I'm just yeah. telling you the whole story. So, mm-hmm. like, like, is it rape or is it not rape? Like, if this is what a, a straight, like, a person said or whatever, whatever. 
I think Ruben is like he didn't get kicked out of the band, but he has stepped away from music because it's like kind of not cool, very not cool. No, um, that he's like fucking around. But apparently, he was like doing it a lot, just like fucking everybody and lying about it. Like technically, yeah. Like I don't know. I like. Yeah, I feel like it's a whole different. Uh, I'll say stepped away from the band, probably get kicked out. Yeah. But giving you. Because they're getting, like, pretty big. They're, like, opening for some big acts and stuff. So yeah. I think, like, they had to do it, you know, and, like, the whole thing's just mm-hmm. kind of crazy. So, the, yeah, there's, that's the controversy there. Because some people are like, well, he was just cheating on her. It's not rape. But I'm like, well... He... If it's it's under pretense, like, he's using it as a pretense, I mean, I don't think... If you didn't think... I would was... say it wouldn't hold up in a court of law, but I think... Yeah. As far as, like, you know... You're having sex under false pretenses yeah. that you're, like, an exclusive couple, too, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So, anyway, Soul Glow. Mm-hmm. Awesome record. Check it yeah. out. And they're from Philly. 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 All right, what you got? The first of two. So, my thing this year is to select one, sort of vet one band out and kind of select one basically at random. So, okay. this is one I sent to you. Okay. Uh, so I don't hear much like black dresses last time. And this is uh, The Great Unlanding by Such a Pretty Bird. Mm-hmm. It's a three-piece out of St. Louis, Louis, Missouri, and this album came out uh, March 30th. It's hard to describe. I mean, it's easy to describe, but it's also hard to describe. I'll say easy to describe, hard to review. The lead singer, Corey Cottrell, took diary entries and like poetry wrote, and they just put it to music. So he's singing like sort That's of cool. his, his inner pathos. Very upfront about that. And I think it's pretty good. He has a real Lou Reed vibe at some point. I honestly thought it was like a Kurt Vile, like, spinoff band. Yeah, I could see that, definitely, yeah. <laughs> this is a lot more folky than Kurt Vile, but Kurt Vile's kind of folky and like the way yeah. he's done, like, music. Sort of, sort of rock only because it uses those instruments. Mm-hmm. Don't think. But anyway, so like I said, we have a lot of folky stuff here. Wasn't there one song about booze? Yeah. <laughs> Gin or something? I don't remember. It's not okay. good. So the first song is "We Are Always Here." It sort of really illustrates that, and you can really also see where it's it, it very clearly someone sort of reading poetry, mm-hmm. you know, putting verse to music. That really good. That end. That has like everyone dies alone, and I'm alone tonight. Like 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 it's such a heavy fucking country vibe going through this. Yeah. Um, Arms Akimbo. I hate the word Akimbo, so I did not listen to that song. Really? Yeah. Why did you like hate the word Akimbo? I just don't like it. It skis me no out. No word I hate. Moist. No. Buns. No. Esoteric. Esoteric. Hate that word. Really? Hate it. It's such an esoteric thing to hate. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I'm not going to review all these. Uh, Morning songs is has this really spacey and so, like this somewhat disjointed stagger to it. Very light psych, like you were microdosing. Yeah. Muddy shoes. Basically a Rolling Stone song. Yeah, yeah. It's the second last song. Okay. I, and, and... I listened to the whole thing. I listened to it all. And like I said, very good. It's just kind of hard to... I just found it was it was like a psyche indie rock psych sing, singer-songwriter with like country vibes going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it fits in that category. Yeah. I really like this. I said, I for like a good part of it, I'm like, is this a Kurt Vile like spinoff mm-hmm. band? Because yeah. I was I was just like working out mm-hmm. to it. But it, I liked it. I thought it was good. My favorite, the last song is my favorite song, The Great Unlanding. Yes. Which is, it's, a good it's, song. A, it's basically a gospel song with some more odd, like, musical shit going on. He's doing some Peter Frampton shit, or it's like a synth effect, or the wah-wah pedal ran amok, but there's all these weird <laughs> sounds. It is a very spacey, psychedelic thing. And it kind of, it, it basically breaks apart at the end in a 
massive distortion and noise, mm-hmm. uh, Michigas, of that. And I think the song's largely about, you know, the end of the world or maybe the ending of you in the world. A great unwinding. And I, I like it. I really like the song. I like this album. Yeah, it's a good album. Like I said, it's just kind of... It was, it was different. I haven't listened to something like that in mm-hmm. a little while, so it, yeah. was, it was nice. And that would be... Such a Pretty Bird. Such a Pretty Bird. You're such a pretty bird, little Beat Me On. Hey, Beat Me On. It's such an esoteric a... voice. <laughs> You're just a regular Phyllis Diller. I, uh, me and my plant don't care. You just don't respect our love. <laughs> oh, if you like plants, you can talk to Mark, too, because he does his plants. Yeah. With plant talk. Yeah, you guys can text. You'd be like, shoo. Hey, plant buddy. Hey, pl- how much do you water them a day? Yeah. <laughs> be like, have the police investigated Jamie's murder yet at the hands of your son? He's like, no. I was like, good. I was like, a walls. <laughs> anyway. So I have a new one. Yeah. Another probably Trash South Street fave. Yes. Division of Laura Lee, Last uh-huh. Light EP mm-hmm. that came out. March 25th. Obviously, they're from Sweden. We've reviewed them plenty of times. Their last album as well was Apartment, and that was 2020. I think it was on my list. Same with Soul Global. Yes, it was, yeah. So they have a new EP out, six songs, and it was just different enough, but... Yeah, it was different. I wasn't quite what I was expecting. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, I liked it too. So the first song is Cap. Cap comes off. It almost has like this fuller sound. It's different from their regular sound. I think this is the most different. Mm-hmm. But everything works. It's almost like noisy, catchy alt rock. The guitars are new, new, ugh, noisy and kind of hit you over the head with it. But it's if you would play it for me, I wouldn't off the top of my head be like, this is Divisional Laura Lee. It was very different. Yeah. Enjoy and Be Safe. This is one of my favorite songs. Is that a saxophone? Different. A Churchy a... sounding keyboards too? It opened, it sounds like like acid jazz in the beginning. Yeah, and Kind of all it. throughout. And actually there's a little bit of that through the whole album. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Guitar and drums kick in and catchy as fuck chorus. I, I really like this song. I think mm-hmm. it's really good. Uh, City Sick. has a, This is the first song that I thought kind of had the old school Division of Laura Lee feel and charm. And lyrically about wanting to move from the city and away from the concrete and smog to move to the country. It's really good. All Like, there's not one song that I dislike yeah. off this EP. Last Light is great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I broke my booty. Um, That's like a laughing sketch that Phyllis Dilly would do. <laughs> Sacra to him. While we're talking about old references. So Last Light, slower, reminds me of something um, that would be off the album Violence is Timeless. Hooky as fuck chorus, guitar and lyrics, uh, the vocals, I think are very spotlight uh, spotlighted pretty well. I really like this song. It's great. Pretty depressing. All the lyrics are pretty depressing. Yeah. Um, Ghost Down the Road. This is a weird song, too. Is that one of your favorites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is my favorite. Reminds me of something musically the Pixies would do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slower song with like kind of weird guitar and piano. It's really surreal. Yeah, it's really cool. So anyway, great EP... As I said, pretty depressing lyrics. Yeah. But I like every song off this album. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's fantastic. And the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, this is really, really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, it is, it's very different. After a while, you can hear like, the divisional early stuff they yeah. do. But yeah, really good. I was They're really I was good, yeah. Very solid release. And the cover of the album, they yeah. have fox heads. Uh-huh. What they do? I know. Mark, yeah. They gave Mark a t-shirt. Did they? Mm-hmm. With the fox heads. Oh. Uh. And they gave him a, um, 
a seven inch that they don't sell in the U.S. because they they know him. Oh really? Because <laughs> he like buys everything yeah. from them. So they're like, oh, here's a gift, and they send they put in free that in the I what the hell they one of their side bands. Mm-hmm. I I um reviewed a while ago, but anyway, it was like a numbered one. They just like gave yeah. it to him. That's cool. I yeah. mean, I, I think probably. Like Mark's upset. I'll say Dave Dixon from Suicide Squeeze must know me because I order so much. Probably. Like vinyl from them and he's the guy who sends it all out. So yeah, sometimes they'll get like freebie stuff because they know, they recognize your names Mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, Divisional or Lee, Last Light. Fantastic. Really good stuff. And this brings us to Crisis Actor. Yep. Now I got a little disclosure here before we begin. So Crisis Actor did contact us. Yes. That, you know, would not necessarily influence my review one way or the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Truth of the if I didn't like it, I wouldn't review it. Yeah. Um, did you email them back or anything? I did. Okay. I mean, if I checked email uh, sooner, might have And actually, it's a shame because they, you know, it's another. So, Crisis Actor, their rep, one of their PR reps contacted us, uh, sent yeah, basically a couple of press releases and like sort of. Yeah, it was really cool. The album, really cool. And they're like, they did, they're one of the bands, like we've had bands before offer yeah. interviews up. I, I think I would have questions that I would I would ask them for this band. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Crisis Actor, the, this is their debut album. Debut. WC De, <laughs> album. It's called Sandman Sleeps. This came out March 26th. Mm-hmm. Asterisk? I guess if it depends on, like, are they releasing with vinyl or anything? No, not yet. So, I don't know. The press release said March 26th, 2021, which can't be right. Oh, uh, that's weird. Or it's just a greatest Maybe. coincidence. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. So anyway, so this came out like March 26th of this I didn't year. Pick that when up. I got it. They're out of Florida, and this album was roughly 10 years in the making. Crisis actor is slash R. Christina Peck on vocals. Mm-hmm. Her sister Alex Peck on bass. Karsten Anderson on dr- Anderson. Yep, on drums. <laughs> And Zach Jobin on guitar. And apologies if I mix that. And I'm sure he did. Really good album. They cite Pixies, Joy Division, Tori Amos, Kate Bush, Talking Heads as influences. But if I were to sum them up, mm-hmm. if Sharon Van Etten fronted mm-hmm. Echo and the Bunny Man, I can see that though. The, be, I think you gotta have that on the nose there. It's pretty good. Some more recent bands I've been listening to that remind me of is I've, I've talked to you about this before yeah. briefly. Deep Sea Diver. Mm-hmm. Which is I'll probably talk about sometime in the future. Okay. Uh, and now I might discover recently Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, a lot of the guitar stuff, which which is really good, kind of folky. I remember we do reviewed them before, I think, right? I reviewed him, yeah, last uh, year. I think on his own, but okay. we can talk about that. What I really like about this album, so it's a lot. It's sort of a collection of different like influences and styles. Mm-hmm. All the parts of new wave that I enjoy, I could are parts of this album, which is like. The layer guitars and the clean beats and the, like a little synth, weird accents and stuff. Yeah. So stylistically, even though I think they would say they, you know, I believe in the press release, they sort of borrow from a lot of things but aren't representing anyone. The through line I see in most of these songs is that. I can see like, that, yeah. And I mean that in the best possible way because I really like that music. I really like yeah. the song. And I really like the lyrics. And it opens with Soaked. And that kind of tells you everything you need to know. It's what I refer to as a thesis statement song. Mm-hmm. And the chorus has this really strong riff. It's a good song. Feet reminds me a bit of uh, Chrissy Hind. Yeah, I can see that. Poppy, it has a fun energy. Opaque takes a sort of a downturn. It's more mellow, more deliberate. And this like sort of almost dream psyche at the end. I can see that. Why? Because I'm staring at your notes. Fellini. 
Fellini is the banger. Yeah. Straight up early new wave. This is the one um, I believe Christina said she was listening to a lot of early punk and Joy Division. And you can totally tell. And you hear those elements. I mean, it's a mover. It's, it's a shaker. It's like that 77 punk feel to it. Yeah. To my, yeah. I mean, a lot of these songs, to go a little further, it's sort of when dark wave and new wave start to separate. And we had that initial crush of big bands like uh, The Cure, Depeche Mode, um, they can boogie. That's a kid's at the house kitchen. Uh, Bauhaus, Joy Division. Yeah, uh, like definitely. sort of that early new age. And then you started to get like ones that were moving with sort of the gothier elements. Yeah. You could put Gary Newman in there too. Gary Newman. But anyway, so Fellini, really good song. And the story is they started just jamming a session. They wrote the whole song in one session. And they may have made some changes. And yeah, I can totally see all those elements. Yeah. My favorite song, however. What's your favorite song? Spiral. Okay. I really like the song, especially the instrumental section. There's a real sweet sadness with some bitter undertones to the lyrics. It's just very good. It's actually, it sort of does take a, it, it is a bit of a shift. Mm -hmm. You hear a lot more 90s guitar. And I think that middle section is where, to go back to Stephen Malkmus, there's a Stephen Malkmus through line for something that's reminiscent of what's that middle and spiral. Okay. Portrait of Jenny is a COVID song that was written while Christina uh, was suffering through COVID. This is the first song I listened to. It's kind of the one that sold me on them. Mm -hmm. It sort of has that weird, it shifts in gear, like the chorus doesn't seem like it should match with the, yeah. the song no, that it yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, Portrait of Jenny is also, it's a movie from the 40s. And, you know, arguably it's about David O'Sullivan's like, what the fuck is daughter? Not really, but that seems to be the Ted Karina Longworth took in <laughs> the episode. You must remember this. It's like a weird time travel movie where this guy, he encounters this girl. Mm -hmm. And he keeps encounter Every time she meets her, she's older. And she talks about things that have happened that like happened would have happened years before. So I'm guessing she's a ghost. I've never seen Portrait of Jenny. I might watch it after. Mm -hmm. But uh, she talks about watching this movie, being somewhat obsessed, obsessed with it. I never saw it. What? I said I never, I never saw, saw it. I never saw it either. I guess you could argue it's about being physically isolated but emotionally or spiritually free. Okay. Cool. Summer Rain is the obligatory country song. <laughs> this one screams pretenders all over, at least in the <laughs> beginning. But it shifts gears into another one of those slow, deliberate, jammy instrumental sections. And I love the way the guitar walks in that. Mm -hmm. Really good. The Rare Cloud, the ending track, uh, starts out very angelic. And almost gospel-like and then really kicks in bangs. before turning yeah bangs and for turning into sort of like church organ at the end mm. so really good debut album i need to listen to it some more i've been listening to it a lot i really like it really listen check it out i guess yeah when but, i first listened to it i was like this is up lose out i felt yeah. it was like more um i thought it was really good too yeah like, definitely like a, a, um, both are alleys to be honest but i thought it screamed more you because like mm -hmm. i know you were more cure and echo of the bunny man yes. type of guy Yes. I didn't hear any Kate Bush though. I didn't either. But yeah. I guess I like Kate Bush, but I, haven't I guess to Kate a Bush lot of I didn't really hear Tori Amos specifically, but I guess it's that vein of singer songwriter. Okay, yeah, like I said, I, honestly, I like see that. Yeah. I think like Sharon Van Etten. Yeah, yeah. Was probably a lot closer. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good uh, stuff. Definitely check it out. I'm glad they reached out to us. Um, and they cool. are not on Bandcamp. Yeah, they are on like SoundCloud, or... SoundCloud uh, iTunes, Spotify, yeah. some others. But yeah, check them out. Give them a and listen. The rest, yeah. They reached out to us and they're good stuff. And I think Christina, I found a, a Christina Peck 
I did find a Christina Peck on Bandcamp. Oh, really? I think it's her, but it's it's like a solo act, and it's a lot more huh. electro pop. Could electronica. be. You never know. Anyway, so that's it, and that's it for music and, and a couple other things, I guess. Crisis actor. Crisis actor. As you alluded in the beginning, uh, Angel Olsen. New Angel Olsen. So let me say something before I forget. So Beach House, they are not brother and sister, and they are not boyfriend, girlfriend, or married couple. They're just... People. Just Presumably. But like bros. Yeah. Like me and you. You're God. my creative partner. You're like, yeah. Cigar plants. You mean you're a non-creative partner? So cigar plant's my creative partner. We do we do shrooms together. Okay, her shrooms is the new wine. I make I make my shrooms. I don't know. I'm not gonna go down this fucking. All right. All right. So Angel Olsen. Yeah. What did you, did you listen to the single? I did not even listen to the single yet. Like for real. Eh. I don't know. You're gonna be another like. Eh. I mean, I went ahead and very like, country. Like I bought it. Yeah. Very like and, I, and I'm not against any country or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like I like I don't know. I think I like her more upbeat stuff. If yeah. That makes sense. Like, I don't know. Like um, new Love Cassette? Yeah, so that's like my favorite love mm-hmm. song off that album. It's just very country. Country and kind of sad. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, I don't. I like her upbeat stuff, but I like it. Like, was, was With Mirrors the last one? Like, yes. Oh, not the last one, but the last mm-hmm. original one. And that's almost like a suicide album. At yeah. Times. And I really love that but it's, album. Yeah, there's like... This seemed like she went more back to her, like, like it was more all woman. Yeah. Like, I haven't... There's like an, an... She has a bunch of albums now. Yeah. But you know how, like, so all woman or woman, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, I like the front half of it more than the back half. The back yeah. half's, like, a lot, like, quieter, more country ballad-esque, and yeah. uh, it just kind of loses me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, I'm excited for it. Yeah. We talked about them before. Uh, the House. Mm-hmm. The House released their first single in 14 years, uh, Drink the New Wine. Did you like it? Did you listen to it? Uh, it's, yeah, I like it. It's different. It reminds me kind of of uh, something off uh, Burning on the Inside. Okay. Some of the weird stuff they were doing on that album. I need to listen to it again. I am kind of aggravated that they're not playing in Philly because so they're yeah. touring. And it's like everything they're doing, like New York, Boston. Yeah. Same like Nine Inch Nails. They might add. Nine Inch Nails, hopefully later. A yeah. lot of people. Get tickets for that. There's another festival. I don't remember what the, like, the concert was, the festival was, but mm. I saw like Sailor Poon is playing. Really? Interesting. So, yeah, Drink the New One. I did like it. I'm kind of curious to see if, what that album's going to sound like. If yeah. An album. And they recorded that like remotely, apparently as uh, Peter Murphy was recovering from that heart attack that Crazy made me not shit. see him the last time. Angel Olsen, by the way, last concert I saw. I know, because it, it was Halloween. Yeah. It was good. I was supposed to see Viagra Boys tonight. Yeah. I oh, you could have gone to. I didn't feel like I didn't. I got two tickets. I didn't ask anybody. I no. just really after New York, I kind of just wanted to chill it. Yeah, that's. I know that way. I feel that. A couple I was weeks. like, I don't feel like dry. It was under underground arts. So I'm kind of yeah. kicking myself. So the Who. I'm supposed to. I'm probably gonna have to work that day. Yeah. But I'm done at seven fifteen, so I can always meet you there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the tickets work, but that's what uh, we might end I up doing. I feel like they're electronic, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, I just want to let you know. Like, I still want to go. Yeah. If. I'm going to try to leave early if I could, mm-hmm. but being on the low totem pole, I don't know yeah. if I'll be able to. But I'm like 7.15, I'm like, I could probably get down there by like 8.15, and the Who's probably not even going to be playing yet. Probably not till 9, right? It, oh, doors open at 6.30, I think it goes on at 7. I was like, that's really early. Well, they're old. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we had this discussion last time. But I think they always have an opener. Yeah. And sometimes two openers. So I was like, I think I'll be fine getting Eight, there at think? 8.30, yeah. 
Yeah, let me look after we're done to see how it works. Yeah, um, I, think I looked did. and I didn't see anything yet for an opener, but right. but it did. I did look at, but I think mm-hmm. it said seven or seven thirty that it, they yeah. start. But and I watched two things. Oh, what did you watch? Well, did you watch Moon Knight yet? I have not. All right, so we'll talk about Moon Knight. You can talk about it a little bit. I, mean, I want to see it because I have a crush on Oscar Isaac. But... Um, no, I want you to see it first before we talk about it. People seem to either like it or hate it. I liked it. I don't. I barely know shit about I don't either. And apparently he has like what used to be called multiple personality yeah, he's disorder. A, so that's, and that's a very big thing is he has a, what do they call it? Like a dissociative identity yeah, disorder. Yeah, that's what it's called now. It's interesting. Ethan Hawke's in it. I heard that, yeah. Looking, not looking so mm. 90s hot. He's getting old. Yeah. Although he's not looking like, was it like an Insidious and stuff where he looked like he was anorexic? I don't remember. They were Insidious was pretty. B- I didn't like those movies. Well, yeah, but he did like he did that. He did a series of those like horror yeah. movies. Which was the ones where the kids hung themselves? That might be. I don't know. I can't remember. That's Sinister. Oh, the Sinister. Problem is, they're all one word titles. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the home movies? Yeah. It was, oh, and that, those kids hang. That freaked me the fuck. That out. was like the best part of the movie. Like the scariest part of the movie. The rest is kind of dumb. Yeah, in my well. opinion. But. So I saw a, a documentary. Yes, a doc. A doc, and not to be. Confused with oh, that recent Oscars mission to drama. Yeah, but, I want to talk to you about that. All right. So I watched uh, No One Here Gets Out Alive, which is a documentary about The Doors. Yeah, how is that? Los Angeles, California. It's interesting. So first off, stylistically, the only person really speaking is the narrator. It's Johnny Depp. But it's like 07 Johnny Depp, so I don't know. We might be a lot... He might be pre... Woman beater, Chinese maybe guy. I don't know. Before he became a, he wife, got a free pass, in my opinion. People like still are like, oh, Amber Heard beat him up too. Like it's just like it's just weird to watch people. God, sorry. I mean, we <laughs> can talk about that after yeah. because there's a lot, but it, it is weird because people just want excuses to like somebody. Yeah. Anyway, I think this is before he became like a super. He was still like mm-hmm. important enough that he wasn't like a super drug addict, alcoholic, and yeah, possible woman beater. He narrates the whole thing, which is just off putting, and it's him. Just describing stuff, and and then the booze came out, and they knew that you know Jim would get quite abrasive, and he's just narrating the whole thing, and it's weird. The other weird thing is there's sort of a quasi framing device where it begins with a an actor who looks a lot like Jim Morrison mm-hmm. racing through the Southwest in his car, listening to the radio talking about the death of Jim Morrison. That's weird. Did he hit an Indian? No, there's no Indian hitting in this. Thank God. I saw Jim Morrison's grave. I did too. Mm-hmm. It was very underwhelming. I was like, oh. Yeah. But uh, I was glad I saw it. Pierre Lachaise. Yes. Paris. It's worth seeing because it is almost entirely archival footage of the doors. Hmm. And it's really cool just to see that. And you're like, yeah, you just see Jim Morrison. He's like, yeah, he really does have fucking, you know, presence. He really is kind of the god of rock. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that Densmore, John Densmore, wrote a lot of the songs. I didn't either. So he did a lot of the writing. Well, it makes sense. I don't think Morrison... Morrison was just lyrics. He wouldn't be a poet, you know? Yeah. Six albums in four years. Huh. Which is crazy. Yeah. Was it on Netflix? Uh, Amazon. Okay. He seems to be... It it does seem like they ever really had a lot of animosity, like the Oliver Stone, Mm -hmm. the incredibly accurate not... Not completely fake Oliver Stone movie. Yeah. As like... But they do talk about him and other things. They had three interesting things. This is Jim Morrison very specifically 
cultivated the identity of Jim Morrison from the beginning. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons the doors were so great live is they learned how to sort of vamp and play around Jim just being whacked out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Rambling about, I like grasshoppers. I want to open a restaurant but grasshoppers. They would just like play and it looked like it was part of the show. <laughs> and then I guess the third thing would be that they talk about how Jim Morrison was fine, but he, he would just snap. And a lot of it was the alcoholism, and when he was drunk, they called him Jimbo. And they actually had an intervention for him at one point, and he like quit drinking for a week, but started drinking again. And yeah, it's fucked up. I like how he would just sing with his back to the crowd yeah. in the beginning, and like read a lot of books with like crowd manipulation and how to like... Oh yeah, totally. Like yeah. I mean, he's literally quintessential, like... One step away from being a cult leader. Yeah, yeah. He had quit the band and they convinced him to stay six more months. And then he moved to France in part because he was facing federal charges for yeah, people thinking he was jerking wing off. Wing. Of, which apparently did not happen. Mm. And then even in Paris, it wasn't like he was well and just one day he Taylor Hawkins out. They said he like had a bad cough and kind of like he really wasn't doing good even then. But he was, he was in discussions to come back and they were going to do another album. Yeah. It was it was worth watching. I mean, it's, if you have Amazon, it's free. So. I do, I do, I do. I've been watching Letter Kenny. Yeah, I'm on season nine. Wow, uh, it's been pretty good. This is good. I've been doing a rewatch of that. Pitter patter. Pitter patter. I like the one. I was like, so I, I do it on the the bike in uh-huh. my basement. Yeah, and it was the one where they're helping the Dick family out to build the whatever box. Just the stupid stuff. That I was yeah. at the hole in the sheet one. Where they yeah. thought they were going to like screw the, the daughters, Anita Dick, and whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, I, like, I was laughing like a crazy person. I mean, I like, it's probably, it might be, I was trying to think of the last thing to really make me laugh out loud. It's probably Letterkenny. Yeah. My favorite episode is it's the one with the hot tub where they keep, and this is why, they keep talking about, so you know, the Irish goodbye Yes. when you sleep. Different versions of that. You mean the old Tokyo Sayonara? That's when you say goodbye to the cat. It's just different <laughs> scenarios like how you leave a party without telling anybody and what like, you know, you you leave an upper decker and you like <laughs> yes, skate out yes. the window. So but, I missed the first like maybe three seasons of that. Yeah. So I'd have to go back and watch. Yeah. And it's been a while that mm-hmm. I haven't watched. Like Dairy Daryl's my favorite, Dairy. Dairy, yeah. yeah. He's a lot those first couple of seasons. Their characters aren't quite set. Yeah. Have you seen, like, the gay guys? Oh, they're okay. awesome. I love Who, them. One of the gay hockey player guys yeah. is one of the skids in the first season. Oh, really? I'm almost certain, yeah. And Rold is, like, one of my favorite. Rold. I love Rold. <laughs> my favorite, yeah. So, Letter Kenny, you should watch it. Yeah, it's funny. So, anything else new? Anything else new? <laughs> anything else new? Um... Not that I can think of, mm. to be honest. Just yeah. getting ready for work, and Victor's staying the night at Mark's mom. Oh. We went to Sly Fox, and yeah. Kathy was there, and Bob. Uh-huh. So Victor didn't even eat with us. He just oh. sat at their table. Oh, <laughs> we'll see you in a few weeks. See you in a few weeks, and, and maybe we'll have we'll, a topic. We'll definitely have a topic. Goodbye, Beat Me On. Bye, Beat Me On.
Hey, everybody. My oh, hello is... there, little Batman. Will you hand me my bag? Because I got Batman. That is the worst fucking accent oh, ever. Oh, what yeah? Oh, yeah, little Batman? Don't you know? Wait, we see a little oh, Batman. Oh, little Batman. Just stop it. Give gross. me your bag, Batman. It's making me oh. gross. I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah, little Batman. Stop it. Oh, little Batman. Stop it. <laughs>